Hello and welcome to Dream Possible, where you hear compelling stories of people who have pursued their dreams against all odds and reason and made them possible. What can we learn from their journeys? Well, that's why we're here. We're going to find out. I'm Maria Retan. I had a dream once to become a news executive at a major market check. Then I had a dream to establish my own communications consultancy. Top Sell Strategies was born from that. And then I had a dream of creating a way to help journalists make a career change. And that became Jump Team Coaching. Dreams can change as you change. So what's your dream? Think about that as I speak today with our guest, Sharon Washington, founder and CEO of P3 Solution. Sharon, welcome to Dream Possible. Thank you, Maria. Thanks for having me on here. I'm excited. Um, I don't really get to talk about my dreams. It's always straight to the communications <laughs> and marketing. So this is a, a great breather. I'm happy to be here. Oh, well, it's the fun. It's the fun part, right? I mean, being able to to talk about the dream you had and how you made it happen and then what you're dreaming now, because we all, right. our dreams do change, you know, as we change. So I, I want to talk first about P3 Solution. Mm-hmm. You've been hugely successful with that. Tell tell the people out there what it is. Um, it's a Marcom. So in academic academia, I'm a pro, uh, agile professor at Trinity University too. So so for my business, Marcom is marketing a combination of marketing and communication things. And it's not a fairly new term. If you're in communications, you kind of know it. But um, for other people, when I say Marcom, they're like, what is that? Uh, I put P3 solution together. To be honest, that wasn't even my dream. So someone else saw this opportunity for me. Um, A manager of sorts in the past said, you should start your own business. Not that she wanted to fire me or anything, but I was really tapped out and exhausted of traveling. I was a marketing director at the time and and I had a small child. So she's like, you should do this. And so the P3 solution was born and it originally was an event planning, graphic design. It was a hodgepodge of stuff, like all the things that I believed that I could do. Um, and it's, it's not different. It's a little different today, but more succinct, um, more marketing and communication. So you really narrowed that focus. It sounds like, you know, I, I, when I started top sales strategies, I said, you know, I'm not, there's a lot I can do. Um, And the universe is going to tell me what I should do, right? So I'm going to put it out there, right? And and the universe told me what they wanted to buy me for. So I can relate to that. (laughs) And I can relate to the travel and having a young child. You know, when I left my, gosh, I was at a huge ad agency for about 10 years and I was traveling almost weekly. And I had my second child there and, and I was like, I can't sustain this anymore I just can't do it and that's when I left and ultimately did start my own thing so yes uh, yes. yes, shout out to all the moms (laughs) out there right Um, absolutely so you talked about how this was not your original dream so let's back it way up and um, talk a little bit about your growing up and maybe what you were dreaming when you were a young girl and how that journey uh, kind of processed its way through (laughs) so (laughs) This is, I'm laughing because it's funny. I I tell the story about my mom. So my mother was a single parent at the time. And my mother is a CPA. So her thoughts about life is very linear. It's straight. It's, you go to school, you do this. And what she wanted me to do 
is become an accountant, period, <laughs> in the discussion. What I wanted to do was be a PE teacher, a PE teacher. I want to be a physical education teacher. I dreamed of that because I was energetic. Um, I was always I'm athletic, so I ran track or cheerlead or whatever, whatever play baseball, everything, you, you name it, I did it. Um, so I thought of myself as being this like over the top physical education teacher. So shout out to all my physical education yes. teachers because you guys do, and first of all, you do kids every day. You did an amazing job. Um, and I really wanted that interaction. My mother told me, no, PE teachers do not make enough money. And you don't, I look teachers, I want you to make more money. She said, it doesn't make enough money. I don't see this for you, right? Here's what I see for you. And she mapped out, you'll be a professor, you'll be a business owner, and then you'll be a CPA. It'd be a business owner, a CPA. I don't even like kids. Like, what are you, what are you talking about? <laughs> so, so, yeah, two very different, right, careers. CPA, very analytical, uh, you know, gym teacher, PE teacher, you're, you're creative yes. and you're you're active and you're just yes. you're using your whole body and mind right when you're doing that job so so I'm guessing you pursued the CPA <laughs> <laughs> I attempted to so um what happened is so I had my son and I went back to school nine years later so I went to school as an adult as a single parent right um, and that was an experience itself because then I had someone that I needed to be an example for. So when I went back to college, um, I tried business, being a business degree. Oh, it did not fulfill me, Maria. No, it, it sucked the life out of me. In fact, the last class that I took under the guise of the business um, degree was accounting. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> Yeah, suck the life out of you for sure, suck right? Because it's not me. And I'm and look, I appreciate accountants. Everybody, someone, everyone has their lane. Accounting wasn't mine. It wasn't. I needed to be dynamic. I needed to feel that I was making an impact for me. And that was interacting with people. And I felt that that was too much of a a, a profession that was going to keep me away from people in the way I wanted to interact. So um, in college, so I, I went to school and I changed my major. I met my mentor, who's actually uh, my dean now. Um, I met her and she was like, you should try communications. Well, it's like, and do what with it? What can you do? I'm like all in. And she's like everything. And so you had me at everything, right? Right. So I got this degree and I actually went back to school. So I did not have any plans of getting a graduate degree. I, I graduated in August and was, I mean, May and was back in school in August for my graduate degree. Wow. Wow. And I did it in communications. Yeah. And so you went in, you got mm -hmm. your graduate degree. Obviously you decided this is for me, right? Yes. Or, or you wouldn't have done that. Uh, so you found your thing. Mm -hmm. Then did you go and work for somebody else for a bit? And how did, did that work out? So I was always so um, I was always under the 
the umbrella of associations. So in DC, the association world is probably second employment, the larger employee have employment for instead of the government. So I went to the association world and I bounced from association to association in different pieces of PR because I was trying to find my way because I thought PR was where absolutely where I needed to be. Um, but we did press conferences back then. I keep back then that's news really releases <laughs> yeah news, yes. <laughs> the bane of every pr person's existence oh yeah. my god you had to type them up so you, and they were yeah. they were for me boring because they one sure. note right it's it's a formula in which you write it you write that and then you move on to the next and i was working for associations like medical associations i think one time stars was um, right. going on at the time it was just flat so then, yeah. so then you're like, eh, ah, it's okay. <laughs> it's not yeah. my dream, right? It's not my dream. But then you said someone recommended you start your own business. What was it about that suggestion that that made sense to you? At freedom, right? So I thought to myself, I would still be making the same money. Uh, at that time, I found my husband. I think, yeah. Look, he. He'll probably say, "What you think?" Yes, that was eighteen years. I think that ago. was the time. Yeah, that yes. was the time. So I found my husband when I graduated from school, but we were solidified and everything um, by the time I started my business. And he was like, "Well, if you're making the same money, it's not going to affect the household. Do it." So he was supportive. Um, my son was in middle school at the time, and um, he was a little bit more independent. Yeah. So and then. The great part about it is I could be home. So I, if you have mothers that are listening, um, I know that it's important, even though, you know, during these times, I guess we stay home a little too, too <laughs> much with too the much. kids. <laughs> but at the time, you know, you didn't get much time with your children. When you, for me, because I was working, I was director, we were traveling. So right. I could be home. He was home when I got there. I'm a traditionalist in that I cook most nights so it was important for me to see that and I was like oh, okay and I could go to the mall in the middle of the day <laughs> very exciting right yes yeah when when I'm done yes I'm gonna go create that company right <laughs> well and we all know that the idea that the idea the concept of a company is way different than mm -hmm. launching and executing a company and um there's having done two now. I, I definitely can say yes. that. Um, we've got a few minutes before we have to take a break. So I, I okay. just want to get one more question in. Okay. What was it like that first year? Like, what did you learn? Were you happy ultimately that you did it? Or were there some major barriers that were thrown up? It was a dream. And I tell you why it was a, a dream, Maria, because the business was already set up for me. So, so here's the thing. I had created the name and what I was going to do. I had built connections subconsciously. I, you know, I didn't know this until now. I had built connections that said, oh, some of my friends went in politics. They were graphic designers. They were like, here, take my clients. I had already had my association where my manager said, you should do this for yourself. And we will hire you as our consultant. It was right. Like, oh, really? And you're going to pay me more money? Oh, yeah. What's the, what? What's the catch? So for me, 
I was happy as a lark until those things that that business wasn't there anymore. Because as you know, people change. So they go, okay, well, we're not using, our budget may change. And it was 2006. So going oh. into that 2006, 2008 kind of recession area. When that era happened, bam, there was a reality um, check on, I started to dream, what am I going to do? Am I going to release it? And the answer to that is I didn't release it, but I did go back to work for a little while to understand. I think that, that you know, I'm spiritual. So I think that in this sense that there's a divine hand that's going, you need a lesson taught to you and then go back to building your business. So I went to work and was miserable. That was number one. And number two, I learned that I needed to nurture more leads so that I could build a real business. Um, and it wasn't that easy. Ah, great, great tee up for the rest of the conversation. Hang tight. We're going to take a quick break. And when we come back, Sharon Washington is going to tell us more about her dream journey. Are you looking for the best in WordPress speed, security, and scalability? WP Engine is a digital experience platform for WordPress, powering digital experiences for large brands around the world. With easy-to-use site management tools and powerful do-it-your-way development features, WP Engine gives you the flexibility to build it your way. Improve your SEO and conversion rates with a faster site on WP Engine. Learn more on WPEngine.com. Here's the truth you need to know about podcasting. The biggest problem you face right now as a future podcaster is the myth that it takes an enormous amount of time or effort to produce a high-quality professional podcast. Luckily for you, there's a solution to your problem. If you're an online marketer who really needs to grow an audience of buyers but can't do all the heavy lifting alone, then here's the solution you're looking for. Introducing the DFY Podcasting System. Here's what you get. 30 minutes of one-on-one -on -one training a weekly podcast for you or your company, distribution to almost every podcast portal, an embeddable player for your website, an ebook called How to Podcast, created for WMR.FM show hosts, and much, much more. And best of all, you'll start seeing results with the DFY podcast system within a couple of weeks. You're just one podcast away from growing brand awareness and engagement in your business. Log on to podcast.wmr.fm and sign up for a deeply discounted rate today. That's podcast.wmr.fm. Welcome back to Dream Possible. I'm chatting today with Sharon Washington, founder and CEO of P3 Solution. And she's all things Marcom. Marcom, if you don't know it, look it up. Marketing <laughs> Communications. I'm in that business, so I totally yes. get it. We. We were talking about Sharon's dream journey and how it's changed. And uh, right before the break, Sharon, you were talking about how you had to go be taught a lesson. You had to figure out how to generate leads because those had kind of dried up. And we were here at the precipice of, you know, uh, the 2000, the, the recession yeah. uh, of the 2006, 7, 8, 9. So when you came back, and, and decided I'm going to restart that business. Talk just a little bit about learning from mistakes, because you do talk a lot about 
learning from mistakes. And I think we, in general, try to spend our entire lives avoiding mistakes, right? Yes. I personally know that I've learned the most from my mistakes. So talk a little bit about why failing is important and maybe a little bit about what you learned. Thank you. So Maria, I, I'm with you. Leaning into that mistakes will happen. That's it, right? Um, and and being able to understand, I don't know, you know, mistakes, lessons, right? In language, it influences perception. So lesson, I call them lessons. I used to call them mistakes, but for me, they're lessons like you, where um, with the, when building the business, I realized, oh, this isn't easy. I think people think that entrepreneurship, I hear this all the time from my nine to five working friends. I'm quitting my job and I'm becoming an entrepreneur. And I go, you won't have sleep. So, <laughs> um, and you're constantly not only worried about where revenue is from, especially when you're employing people, right? You're responsible for those people. But how are you going to reinvent yourself? When a pandemic hits, how will you reinvent yourself? So the lessons are continue. What I've learned about being in business is that lessons are necessary and they're continuous. So... Um, when things like 2020 happened, um, and I, and don't get me wrong, I, I was feeling like, what am I going to do? However, this is no different than entrepreneurship 101, right? right? We fall into pitfalls all day, all the time, minus a pandemic. So um, I had to treat it in that. So for me, it's important to fail forward. I think people will say that. It, it, do it. Don't even be scared. If you want to do it, try it. Don't be scared because you're not failing. The other part of this is that if you don't do it, you're going to regret that you didn't do it. So you don't know it's going to work if you don't try. I try every idea I have. And yep. my friends get sick of me. <laughs> I'm like, hey, I think we should do this. And, and they're like, hmm, have you thought this out? I planned it out to where I think it might work. Let's see. And yeah. if it doesn't, I don't, you know, I no longer get down on myself if my ideas don't work. You know, it's interesting when I, I started my first business at 48 and um, I was the sole breadwinner of my family. And I thought if I don't try this, I'm going to regret it. Yeah. You know, I'm going to regret it and I'm going to give myself a year. So I did put a timetable on oh, it. Wow. You know, and I'm going to give myself a year. And if I'm still able to make my mortgage, you know, then I'm going to give it another year. Well, it'll right. be six years in August and yahoo, right? Uh, but I do, I hear you loud and clear when you say, just do it because you don't know. And, and what I what I want to tell people, and I don't know if you agree with this or not, but everything you've ever done leads you to this place. Yes. Yes. Yeah. We, we See, you and I see, it, it, lead, it led me right here to someone. I'm getting goosebumps. I'm like, <laughs> absolutely. I regret, I don't Not, regret job I've taken anything because right. it's all relative. All exactly. It. Exactly. Yeah. It, it's led you to the place you are today, which allows you to achieve the next thing, right? And it yeah. tees you up to whatever's next because this isn't the end game, right? This isn't no. the end game. There's always going to be something different. So I hear you on that. And, you know, you've 
you've actually even created a book about making mistakes. I want to do a <laughs> shout out on you, you've got two books under your belt, yes. but it's the one about marketing mistakes called the oops the moment, moment, eliminating marketing mistakes, mishaps and missteps. Talk about writing the book because that's just a whole nother. Was that a dream as well? So I have. So I'm actually I'm a third time author now. I actually wrote a cookbook too. Oh, congratulations. Thank you. See, it's do it. I thought of it. I said, I'm going to do it. But the oops moment, um, many of my clients were making the same mistakes the, over and over again. So branding mistakes, understanding marketing, uh, pricing mistakes, right? So even large companies were making the mistakes. So I thought, I, and I'm all about succinct. So with my company, it's about simplistic, simplistic marketing. I'm not, this gets you the leads that you want. That's my philosophy. So um, uh, correcting these mistakes or knowing that you're in that red air danger zone and not to move so far in that danger zone um, was important for me to teach to other people. So the oops moment acts absolutely gives scenarios um real life scenarios they're all they've all happened to someone and their stories of different companies including dove and hm h&m mm -hmm. they have a, it's a few things about their oops moment with their marketing in there to show companies that hey here's a good footing where you want to start or for my veteran companies who are you know have been these mistakes over and over and over again and trying to figure out why am I not getting leads in this area? So yeah. Um, yeah. It was a we can all right. learn from others, right? I mean, I Absolutely. do think we do learn from others probably better, right? Than just yes. reading it in textbook. We we want to see the real life mistakes. Right. You, know, you talked about and, and I don't I don't want to end this conversation without a shout out to your worth is valued because you talk about having an idea. You talk about I'm just gonna do it. Um, I, I have to let the people know about hashtag your worth is valued, really honoring black men and talk about that. I mean, because that is, that's another part of you. I mean, it's not connected to P3 solution, right? No. No, yeah, this is just right. something you had a heart for, you saw. Explain what it is and, and how you came up with the idea and made it happen. Oh, absolutely. So every, um, Every March, I actually give um, a woman, because it's Women's History Month, I give women, um, I honor 30 women for the whole month on all my social media pages. They take over. Um, and so in the about May of last year, maybe April or so, I was feeling um, low with not just uh, the pandemic, but civil unrest, right? right. I think George Floyd... Amar right Aubrey, like all these things. Yes. Yeah, right. So all of these things was happening. And I could see it from my lane that it's a branding problem. So I teach intercultural communication at my university. And we talk often about um, people's mindsets and what they think with their bias. And bias is truly about positioning. It's brand. It's your experience. Um, it's, it's you executing your experience. So for me, my community of Black men, A, didn't feel very great about themselves, all of these images. It's right. in centuries, right? Um, two, 
I think that when we absorb a lot of the media and you're not of the media, so you you can't really say, mm, well, some of this is because of this, is sensationalism and things like that. I never like to bash the media because I'm a communications major. Right. We need it. We need it. Right. But um, when you absorb these images and you interpret them, um, this comes out to poor branding. So I, I believe that the Black man is not for himself and through others getting proper branding. So I wanted to celebrate, especially the black men in my life, in my community around um, the world that I know that their worth is valued, hence where that hashtag um, came from so that I can demonstrate to them, here's an example that you are, and example to others that um, look, these are black men. I mean, I had kids from four years old who are models and pharmacists and MBA coaches They're, and who are all my friends. It's about 106 men. Oh, oh it was hard. Great. <laughs> so great, though. So great. Do you feel like it had the impact you wanted it to have? Uh, yeah. It, so even more so, I was so surprised because for me, it was about making me feel good to be honest with you right mm -hmm. to make me feel good about my community i had to give proof that that sounds so odd but i had to show myself because i'm absorbing all this negativity that no 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 there's good in the world this is what it looks like right mm -hmm. um you so, put a so face said, and you put a face and a hashtag to it and i did <laughs> i put a face and it and it went it i was on a couple of news um uh entities um and talk to several people about it and here we are months later almost a year later talking about it so i'm mean, right you know, right on right so yeah, can yeah. i can i is it still live can we still do it can i yes. encourage people to go out there and uh upload your picture you know if you're um the black male right uh, yeah, yeah 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 and do the hashtag your worth is valued or if you're absolutely who has a, a black man in your life and you want to celebrate and honor him you do that and you have to do it yeah absolutely i want this to go on forever and ever and ever and ever and um someone asked are you going to do it again for a hundred different men men are eat are are more challenging to get them to give you their quote i bet <laughs> Than it is, ladies in <laughs> So I don't know. There, it was hard. It was hard. Yeah, but so worth it. I just, I do yeah. encourage everybody to go out, out there, look up the hashtag, and and keep the love uh, going with the hashtag. Yes. yes. Um. So before we wrap, I want everybody to know if they've enjoyed your your journey, your dream, and they want to help you continue to pursue your dreams. Where can they connect with you? Where do you want them to get in contact with you? Um, so LinkedIn, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, uh, they can find me. So Instagram, I have a new brand um, that uh, that's out, my lifestyle brand called the SW Life. So it's showing my life 360, um, including all those wonderful campaigns. That was how I was able to build that your worth is valued. So they can find me at the SW Life. Um, on Instagram and Sharon Washington in all of the other places. Oh, Sharon, I could have probably just spent an hour talking because I, we didn't even get to your next dream. You know, I mean, clearly the SW life is at plays a role in that. But then yes. what you 
that right so <laughs> we didn't even get there and we've run out of time but i i will be watching from the sidelines and cheering you on and congratulations to what thank you've you been so able to much. accomplish to date and thanks for being on dream possible today no, thanks maria thanks for having me i really enjoyed myself and yes we could have talked an hour um <laughs> but if if everyone keeps in contact with me they'll know my next dream that's exactly right. I encourage everybody to do that. Thank you, Sharon. And uh, thanks to George, my producer, for another great dream possible. And thank you for joining me. Until next time, continue pursuing that dream. The opinions expressed on this program are those of the guests and hosts and do not necessarily reflect those of WebmasterRadio.fm's management or sponsors. Any rebroadcast or redistribution without authorized consent of WebmasterRadio.fm is prohibited.